You're listening to What the History, a podcast where two nerds talk about some awesome, crazy, random stuff you probably don't remember learning about, but you're going to now. Hello, everybody. This is Sarah. I'm here alone today for a mini episode. On this very weekend, Casey is getting married, so I've given her a little bit of time off and thought I would come talk to you guys about something maybe maybe not optimistic, but that gives us a bit of a silver lining on the shit show that has been 2020. So while 2020 has been a hot mess in very many ways, to say the least, it is actually not the worst year to have been alive. And I know this because scientists have actually declared the year 536 AD as the worst time in human history to have been alive. And if you're me, you might think, of course, there was no electricity, there was no internet, there was no air conditioning. Obviously, it was the worst time to be alive. There are other reasons. So I did some research into this and what happened in that worst year ever. I will note at the outset, initially everything I saw said the worst year in history, in human history. A lot of this is very Europe-centric. Not all of it. It does expand across the globe. But a lot of this does refer to Europe, specifically, aka the worst time for white people to be alive is probably what this is trying to say. But like I said, we'll talk about what happened in different parts of the world as well. So a historian named Michael McCormick, who is a chair at the Harvard University Initiative for the Science of the Human Past, has called 536 the beginning of one of the worst periods to be alive, if not the worst year. So this is now known as something called the Late Antique Little Ice Age, But that came about in the 1990s as a way of denoting this time period as we started to get a better understanding of exactly what happened. So the year 536 itself had a series of weather and climate events that made it weird and bad all on its own. So basically this year was the beginning of an 18-month mysterious fog that clouded Europe, the Middle East, and parts of Asia in basically complete darkness. So day and night, there was no sunshine. So some Byzantine, 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 you're just going to deal with however I say that today. Um, Historians wrote that the sun gave forth its light without brightness, like the moon during the whole year. So the sun was there, but it wasn't lighting anything up. Other accounts say that it seemed like the sun was constantly in eclipse. And during that time, quote, men were free neither from war nor pestilence nor any other thing leading to death. So basically, it sucked is what they're saying. For a long time, it had been conjectured that this was the result of potentially a meteorite or a comet that somehow caused this fog. But it's been recently discovered that the most likely culprit was a volcanic eruption. So this comes after our Pompeii episode. So we've talked a little bit about volcanoes. I am basically a scientist now. Um, There is some controversy, controversy as to where this volcano was. A lot of what I found said that it was probably in Iceland. 
Um, but there are some theories that say it may have been a series of North American volcanoes. There's some different viewpoints on this, but there is enough evidence at this point that volcanic eruptions basically spread ash so far that all of these different regions of the world experience this complete fog and this complete darkness. So this got discovered because eventually we were able to determine sulfate levels at the time were increased, as well as volcanic ash was found in old materials that archaeologists dug up. And so we were able to confirm that a volcano had something to do with this. Now, because the fog essentially blocked the sun, temperatures fell drastically that summer. So somewhere around 30 to 35 degrees Fahrenheit is the estimate that I saw. In China, it began snowing in the summer, and this odd weather led to crops failing. So all over the place, food was very scarce and people starved to death. Um, there are a lot of Gaelic records that refer to this period as a failure of bread because wheat was hard to come by. Um, but essentially, it wasn't just, oh, it's dark out and that sucks. It caused a bunch of issues with food supply and that had economic impacts that we'll talk about and really kind of... What's that word? Rippled out. Um, another quote from a Roman politician at the time said, we marvel to see no shadows of our bodies at noon. And he also wrote the sun had a bluish color, the moon lost its luster, and quote, the season seemed to be all jumbled up together. So it was just a weird time to be living. But while 536 was the catalyst for that, it basically began a period of really shitty times. So from 536 to 545 AD was the coldest decade ever on record, which is why part of the title it's given is an ice age, because it was colder than has ever been recorded. And like I mentioned, that caused a lot of economic stagnation. So poor crops meant that farmers didn't have food to sell, people didn't have food to eat. That had an impact on the economy, because at this time that was a very, very large portion of the economy. It also meant that any workers who did primarily outdoor work that relied on sunlight couldn't perform that activity. So they experienced a lot of economic hardships. And to top it all off, in about 540, or some accounts say 541, there was again a series of volcanic eruptions that caused similar weather issues, the climate to drop in temperature again. So this just kind of kept compounding on itself. And then in 541, the Justinian plague begins. So this was an early outbreak of the bubonic plague that started in the Mediterranean. It's estimated to have killed up to 100 million people. So very, very severe. Um, it began with an outbreak in Constantinople. Like most bubonic plague stories, believes to have been caused by infected rats aboard trade ships. So as grain came in and then was distributed throughout the area, this plague was distributed with it. Part of what happened here, in addition to the obvious plague effects, is that farmers who were sick couldn't care for their crops. So the price of grain rose over time because it basically became rare to have someone who could produce enough grain because of their illness. So this caused a lot of people to not be able to afford grain or to not be able to work and make money. And therefore, again, had a lot of economic impacts 
as you may or may not be able to ascertain from 2020. Additionally, something that I thought was interesting was that because so many people were dying, Constantinople particularly in a lot of areas actually lost a lot of money in tax revenue. So money they were expecting to come in didn't come in because dead people can't pay taxes. And then there was all these lawsuits of people suing to get their inheritance and all these different things. And it caused a lot of financial distress for for this region. I saw that at one point up to 10,000 people per day were dying in Constantinople. And again, may sound familiar that a lot of accounts say the city just reeked of death because there was not enough room to store these bodies and they were just piled in mass graves around the city. So definitely not a good situation. Probably not directly caused by the fog, but those problems compounded on each other and were happening at the same time. A lot of different things came out of this. So some cultural changes that began around this time included things like a change in dynasties in China. The Slavs began expanding across Europe and the Eastern Roman Empire began transforming into the Byzantine Empire. Um, And some people see this as the beginning of the fall of part of the Roman Empire. So these are not things that you can directly say because this volcano erupted, this happened. But essentially, it started a period of time where stuff was not going great. This is believed to have lasted about 100 years in terms of the time period. So by the year 1640, about 100 years later, we're able to see new airborne pollution. So lead and silver are things that we're able to detect. And that silver actually represents a rebounding economy. Um, So where for a long time, Europe was disease stricken, they were hungry, they were in darkness. The indication of silver there shows us that they began kind of becoming revived. And we begin to see different temperatures when we when we look back. One of the things I thought was interesting is the way we determine some of that is using tree rings. So I remember learning in school, if you cut down a tree, you can count the rings within its trunk. And that will tell you about how many years old it is. Apparently, some of that differs based on temperature. So they can actually use those rings to determine how hot or cold it may have been at a time. And that's part of how they were able to pin down this time period and the weather differences then. So that's also how we're able to determine when that may have been reversed a little bit. But there are a lot of long-lasting changes traced back to that year. So one is um, the decline of some cities in Mesoamerica is believed to be associated with droughts. And those droughts are believed to be related to climate change, um, civil unrest, and famines that all began at this time. So again, it is probably not the sole reason for the decline of these cities, but it is a factor to consider. Um, A couple other interesting things are at the end of the migration period, in Scandinavia, there was a a deposition of hordes and hordes of gold. So there's all this gold that was found. Um, And there's a belief that it could have been a sacrifice to appease the gods and get the sunlight back. So just a religious ritual to do that. And certain mythological events are theorized to be based on the cultural memory of this time. So Ragnarok and Fimblewinter are both believed to be rooted in this time period. While most of this was 
bad for the world. Um, there is also somewhat of an idea that it had silver lining for certain people. So it could have caused an increase in precipitation. And what that would have done in the Arabian Peninsula is helped the landscape and bolstered their vegetation. And so it actually may have helped the early Arab Islamic empire flourish because they had better crops essentially because of the changes in the weather, um, because it was less hot there at the time. So this is one of those things that didn't necessarily have all good or all bad effects, but it certainly seems to have been a turning point. And it is scientifically, historically described as the worst time to be alive in human history. We will see if maybe that changes, but I'm going to continue with the argument that there was no electricity or internet and therefore 536 AD will always be worse than 2020 AD. That is all. Just a little bit of fun information. We will be back next week with a full-length episode, and we appreciate you guys listening. We will talk to you later.